Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. Offside he's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I am your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there, Bear fans. Well, what Ty- the hell happened? Well, Tyler, what? I don't know what team showed up, but you know what? I'll be the first to say that I, I'll eat a little crow. I said that I thought New England, the Patriots, were going to kick our buttiskies, and uh, we showed up. That team showed up. Yeah, uh, I we were talking, we were watching the game. I was at my house, you were at yours. It was late. I had to get to bed at a reasonable time, but because the game went so close, I stayed up and finished pretty much the whole thing. Fell asleep in the fourth quarter. Anyhow. You're looking pretty good, son, given that you stayed up sh- that late and got up that early. You're yeah, looking pretty I, fresh today. Well, I get up at 5 every morning, and I was up till about 11, so. Okay. It was rough. I, I believe in you. Um, where do we start? I, 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 I'm I, more surprised than anything. I don't I, know what I, happened. I'm pleasantly surprised. I, I think we started the offense, right? That was the, that was right. the piece that, that to me stood out. I mean, there were a lot of great things that stood out last night, but I, I think we start with offense, man. Um, my first take, Ty, was, um, Wow. We we rolled Justin out, and he 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 looked great. Well, he had he, a lot of he had a ro- lot of rollouts, a lot of runs, um, but he 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 looked good. So I have a fr- I have a couple things. I mean, look, we're a real podcast. I'm gonna get real. I'm not gonna be completely negative, but there are some things that need nitpicking. One of them is his I. I think Justin Fields has the potential if we get the right coaching around him because he needs to work on his footwork. If he plants and throws, he can throw dimes. But he continues to kind of get out of position, his leaning on throwing off his back foot. He misses a couple he misses some easy easy throws and I think it's cuz he saw him, you know, wide open and then, you know, he throws. Also, on the positive side, he did seem to be getting the ball out a lot quicker. He, I mean, he did take some sacks in that game. But, you know, we also don't have a great offensive line. I, I think for the majority, though, it was nice to see um, that he had, you know, there was. Let me, let me back up. Let me back up. I'm getting all, I am so exhausted right now my thoughts are everywhere this is what i really wanted to say we got the best quarterback out of that draft yeah 
So far, we did. Mac Jones looked god-awful. Everyone thought that we made a giant mistake. Everyone. Like, when the Patriots, you know, they're the Patriots. So when the Patriots don't trade up to get Fields, and I, there is no doubt in my mind they, they take Fields over Mac Jones. They just didn't want to trade up. Yeah, I, I agree totally with that. And, and I also agree, I think your take on Justin Fields is a fair one. I don't think you're being too hard on him. I don't think you're being nitpicky. I think he's got some things to learn in terms of some of his mechanics. He gets a little rushed sometimes. But I tell you what, he also did some Mahomes-like stuff yesterday that was that was pretty cool. And when, to be fair, everyone in the league's doing that now. I, Stat, I, Matthew, I, know Matt, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but before Mahomes, Matthew Stafford's been throwing that side pass since he came into the league. Yeah. But there was a, a really if for those of you who didn't watch the game, there was a really neat blitz that the uh, Patriots put on, and Mahomes hesitated just enough because if he throws it overhanded, who? Mahomes. I said Mahomes, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wish wishing one, wish, wishing yeah, one yeah, hand, yeah, shit yeah. in the other. Yeah, See which it, one fills, fills up, up for it. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's uh, his grandpa and my father's old uh, old saying there, but. Fields really did a nice job. If he throws a traditional pass overhanded, it it does not the the play's dead. But because he waited, hesitated, threw it to Khalil sidearm, it was it was perfect. It was the perfect call for the for the perfect defense. And that, that was cool. That was really cool. Something maybe or maybe even crazier than the Bears winning happened last night also. What was that? I agreed with Joe Buck on two separate takes that he had during the game. I'm glad he said it. Uh, Troy Aikman was kind of... he. Uh, now, I'm paraphrasing, but Troy, you know, they were talking about Justin Fields' first year and how hard it was, and then Troy Aikman said that you know, it was hard for him in his first year, but in the second year, you realize that you are part of the problem now because they are not getting better. And then Joe Buck said, you know, though, to be fair, they haven't given him any weapons, either on the offensive line or on the wide receivers. He goes down. They went and got some studs out on defense, but that's it. They didn't do anything. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Joe Buck. The second point I agree with Joe Buck, and this is when I thought hell was frozen. I think the apocalypse is coming. He goes, you know, Khalil Herbert is a better back. He said that. He said statistically he's a better back. They continue to go with David Montgomery. I was blown away. How is how are how is someone like Joe Buck seeing this? Who doesn't give two shits about the Bears? He might be a sports fan of another team. I sure shit don't know it because every time he calls a game, I feel like he's not even watching it. I don't know if ESPN's giving him more room to talk freely. But I was like shit in my pants. I said, "Oh my god, this is unbelievable." I agree with everything he's saying. Yeah, I mean, he hit it on the button. I, I just, when you called me up the other night and told me you agreed with Joe Buck, I was like, um, could you please repeat that? Well, like, you did I hear that correctly? You, but you weren't watching that. No, no. Well, I, I personally find the Manning brothers entertaining, 
And the Manning so, cast. Yeah, the Manning cast. I, I, you know, I, I think they're they're a lot of fun to watch. I so. find them entertaining too, but it's hard to watch my team because I'm in like a serious mood and they're joking around because they have no skin in the game, and I just. I'd rather watch TV on mute. Like I, 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 th- I can't. Yeah, I think I think that I, I, that that's true. If you if you're if you're really kind of super serious about it, but I tell you that both both Peyton and Eli were very complimentary of of uh, Justin in terms of kind of the growth and the progression that they're seeing and the choices he's making. <laughs> I mean, they're they're saying that he wasn't you know, perfect. You know. We kind of just like as we're talking. I I feel like we stumbled upon what real podcasts do, and like they plan to watch two separate broadcasts so that they could talk about the differences between. We had no plan on that. Absolutely none. I called you. And you're like I'm watching the Mannings. I was like, oh, I'm watching the ESPN. You know, with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, and then we're sitting here going back and forth saying, well, you know, the Mannings were. I mean, you know, hypothetically. We did we did the right thing, but like we had no idea we were doing it. Of course, that kind of is the story of our lives, right? I mean, pretty much we fall into it. I mean, that one is crazy, though, right? Like, <laughs> I, as you were talking, I was like, "Wow, it sounds like we actually like planned this shit out ahead of time." I, I, I'm telling you, if you if you better watch out, it may look like we're organized someday, and then we're really in trouble. Yeah, seriously. So. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about the defense other than just wow. Yeah, uh, Brisker, that one-handed catch, wasn't oh, that awesome? He, I mean, there, there. Okay, like there's some, there's some stuff that still sucks and leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. Even after this win, like it was such an unexpected win. It was so great because he didn't beat George Hallis's record against the Bears. I knew he was going to beat it. Thank God he didn't do it against us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That would have been a, a, a sour note. That that was bittersweet. Yeah, I I liked it too. I I, I do want to say one more thing about the offense, and and that is pretty much regardless of what the Bears. I was, are, I was just letting you know real quick. Oh, I, I was okay. Still talking. I was. Uh, we're still on the offense. Okay. I you, didn't know you, if you, you would have seen where I was going. Oh, okay. Just, okay. Um, with the with the offense, the other thing that that is really, really clear to me is they're not doing, they're not going with the hot hand with the running back. Let's be clear about it. I See, mean, this is I'm, a 50, I'm this glad is you a brought 50, this up. This is a 50 50 timeshare with maybe Montgomery being 55 no, 45. No, I, no, uh, no, 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 no. No, you I gotta stop so. you right there. Look at the stats. There is no 50 50 split here. It's a 75 25 at the most. Okay. Well, I didn't count it up and I knew you would be counting it up, but, um, it's not. They're not necessarily going with the hot hand because I thought Herbert um, had the hotter hand last night in terms of just what he was doing. Um, but there, so I, I think there's this thing well, with he, my, he, he did. I mean, they both had 62 yards, except Montgomery had 15 carries and Herbert had 12. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not that far away from a, a 50-50 split from last night. I'm talking, yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, okay, remember, see, remember I'm, ta- prior- I'm talking all no, season. No, the before this last game, the coaching staff came out and basically Eberflus said, "Hey, in terms of running back, we're going to go with the hot hand." 
So of Bullshit. course, of course, everybody was then going, "Well, is it going to be you know who 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 do you who well, do you, then how who do you did, think th- is th- going to?" Well, he's full of shit. Then how did Montgomery get three more carries? Well, I know it's only three, yeah, but it's still yeah. And that's that's kind of where I was saying that it was kind of a fifty fifty split, and they're really not going with the hot hand. So so here's I, I want to get back to the Matt Forte days, and we've talked about this. Rest him for one series and a half. So he's only out for one series, unless it's a short series. If it's a three and out, okay, maybe the next one, you know, or if it's a long drive by the defense, you know, or, or the long drive by the defense, long drive by the opposing offense, mm-hmm. then you can put him back in. Yeah. But remember that, that worked so much better because we've talked about this multiple times. They have to be able to feel the game too. Yeah, they you do. can't just stick some guy in there and do plug and play. They, this they, isn't Madden. They do, and and maybe for some people are out there going, "Why are you guys bitching?" Well, they 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 ran for two hundred forty six yards last night. Well, yeah, we did, and I'm happy. And as a Bears fan, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, but we also did that and lost. So yeah, yeah. So I was about to bring that up, but are almost you. lost, right? Almost lost. But, almost lost. But but but. I think that's a really good point. So, and and listen, it's it's great to have two very good backs. Okay, very good running backs. I think it's great that we have that. I I just uh, I just think that Herbert is the better and more explosive running back, and if given the opportunity, could lead the team more and do more with the carries he gets. This is where I disagree. This is, I don't think we have two very good backs. I think we have one. And we just have another guy that runs the ball every now and then. He's not good. His statistics this year, and his they're not good. He's not a good back. I, I've said that since day one when we got him from Iowa. Not a fan. Haven't been yet. They, they brought him into the league and boasted about how many tackles he breaks. And how often he does break tackles, and he gets tackled more by an arm than anyone I've ever seen. Like that arm just trips him up, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" stumbling and bumbling. And then he'll give you one good run every now and then, where you're like, "Oh, that's David Montgomery." No, it's not. Like it's it's like you, you you're forgetting all the bad he did because he did one like big run. <laughs> We would agree with that Herbert, no doubt, is the more explosive back. No, yeah, I'm, but Correct. I'm saying yeah. I'm disagreeing when you say we have two very good backs. I don't think so. I think you put Montgomery on any – like, he's just a number two. He's just a filler, if that. So, I the rushing game last night, you, you I mean, it was great. It was, it was I good. Do have a, it was, I no, do, it was I, better than good. It was I, great. I do, I'm not trying to be Mr. Negative, but I have a little qualm about the running game. Okay. We have a quarterback who is 6'2", 228. He don't need to be running the ball like this on these design runs. We've talked about this endless times. Uh, to me, that's a red flag. To me, that means Justin Fields is not going to be a bear much longer. Uh, not because of injury, but because, to me, when you have a commodity that you don't care about, you run it into the ground. Le'Veon Bell. Happened to Le'Veon. Cam Newton. They didn't give a shit about Cam. They said he's a big boy. Let him run. Cam just decimated his career at the end. 
You're not going to have longevity in this league. If you run a quarterback the way they're running him, you're looking at a solid eight to ten years. So let's let's talk about that a little bit because I'm coming from a little di- bit different place. When you try to make him just a pocket passer with the type of offensive lineman we have right now, he is getting killed because the plays are too slow to develop downfield. The offensive line can't hold him, and if by keeping him in the pocket, those are the kind of games where we are scoring a total of you know twelve points or sixteen points. Get moving the difference last night. I'm not talking about moving the pocket. Yeah. I'm talking about design runs. Yeah, and I and I'm saying moving the pocket, letting him roll out of the pocket last night was the real difference in that ball. But game. That, but you changed it. Don't do that. Don't do that. You just changed the whole damn thing. You can't do that. That can't be your argument. I said design runs, and you go, and that's why roll. I agree with you. Got to roll them out of the pocket. I never disagreed with that. I never said that. I don't like design runs. I don't like when they're snapping the ball and he's going through the two tackles and the guards. So I kind of like the design runs. Well, do you? Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. You won't like it when you don't have a quarterback. Name one quarterback that's done that in his career and has had a successful, long career. Uh, how long has uh, um, Russell Wilson done it? Russell Wilson never did design runs like that. Not like that. Okay, so... He, he maybe he would he he would break out. He, so maybe yeah. So fair enough, fair enough. But he was the first first one that came to my mind that had had lasted a while. Yeah, all the other people that are coming to my mind are like Cam, Vic, uh, Vic. He had um, to go to jail for two years. Car- Carmichael was was another one. Cordell Stewart, Stewart was another one. Not long yeah, careers. Yeah, no, they. I, I agree, and I, I realize I. Big that was, Ben. That was that was my Look at Big Ben. Yeah, Big oh ben. my God, that was a nightmare to yeah. watch at the end. Yeah. So that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Though. No, but, I, I I think that look, was my but, bad. But my look, bad. But like, look at every. It's and it's not your bad. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to explain. Look at every quarterback with a big frame. He Justin is not a big guy. Yeah. Like I said, they had his stats at six two. 228. That is a little guy. He's also vegan. I don't... I'm not trying to knock veganism here. I I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. What I'm trying to say... I was going to say, since when do you care about that? Well, you got to be so politically correct, and sometimes when you're on this mic, you don't want to say anything. But if you're a vegan, I'm sorry, but just, I don't fucking get it. Like, eggs? Why can't you eat an egg? Oh, because it came from an animal. Okay. All right, weirdo. Anyhow, guess what? Animals eat animals. Anyhow, back to football. Not everyone can live <laughs> off a plant. Where's he getting his protein is what I'm getting down to. Like, I know there's protein shakes and this and that, but, you know, come on, Justin. Little meat, little bulk, little yeah. meat, little bulk, yeah. meat bulk. Meat bulk. Get some of that meat bulk on that boy. Well, that's and, and that's, God, as my shitty mic stand starts to fall right into my face as I'm talking... God damn it. Uh, research department, Mr. Kitzel, would you get a hold of uh, our expert there in terms of microphones? And uh, we needed to get some real research on some good equipment for a change, something that maybe works and isn't falling over consistently. So back to the game, though, I get where you're going, and that is people with his body type and frame do not last long in the NFL as a quarterback. No. 
unplanned runs. I get that. I, and you're right. Rolling out is a separate issue. But I tell you what, when we roll him out, he is a completely different quarterback than when he stays in the pocket. I disagree to an extent on that. I think, again, what you're seeing in the pocket, he plants his feet more when he's out in open space because he, he he's open. <laughs> That's the key word right there. I think what you're seeing, and we've touched on it before, if we when you look back, God damn it, man. Oh, the listeners are probably like, what is happening? This he, mic is, he is, is okay. He did not get stabbed, this but mic, he is yelling at his microphone. This mic is falling apart. It just keeps battering into my face. The volume levels are going crazy. You could be the first announcer on podcasts that got his ass kicked by his own microphone. I'm probably not. But anyhow, what I'm saying is... When the the pocket is when the pocket is constantly collapsing, we can't really evaluate how good he is in the pocket because when he's outside the pocket, he has time. He's not getting hit. He's not getting That's, rushed. Well, he is getting hit, but like not like he is in the pocket. There's still certain parts of his game that need to develop, and he's young. He can't hold the ball that young, long that young. He can't hold the ball that long. He needs to throw it away. Agreed. But, all, like, also, again, I I think we are starting to see potential in the aspect of he's he's getting the ball out quicker. He's going through his progressions. Thank my, you for thank- my my problem though. Real quick, my problem. I just don't think I still. I don't trust Luke Getzey still. Well, yeah, I think. I think Luke, from an offensive coordinator, coached his best play calling game last night, which isn't saying much over the course of the year, but at least it looked like, you know what it looked like last night? That he actually knew who Justin Fields was and what his skill sets are. And it looked like the first play calling that he actually played to Justin Fields skill sets and not this traditional pocket in the, passer in the, in the second half in the second half excuse me i mean so, in, the, in the first half i and and this is where i i got it wrong and i told you i go if that bailey zappy comes in we're in trouble because mac jones looks like shit i hope i was like i hope they keep him in you know and then zappy comes in and he just throws you know, two bombs, boom, it's 14-10, oh shit. And then the Bears, the way, I, I don't know what happened. It's like, for some reason, when Mac Jones went out, like, we just threw our playbook, what we were doing, out the window, and then we, like, realized after they scored two and said, oh, hold on, we need to get back to the original playbook. That's what made me nervous. Yeah, that made me nervous too. I I do want to say what you I want to get back to what you mentioned in terms of one of his strengths. Justin is seeing the field better and he's going through his progressions better. And I'll tell you a play that really showed that. I think it was about a third and I think maybe third and 5, third and 6 and Justin not only is going through his progressions but he's starting to look off players. Okay, and you know what I mean by that, Ty? He's starting literally knowing he's going to go to his left and looking off to his right. 
And he and so that's a really good sign of a quarterback who's starting to develop as a young guy is when you're you know the defense is looking at your eyes and now you're you've got a plan in your head, but you're not looking for that plan until your second, third, or even fourth look. He had a beautiful play in which he looked right, looked middle, looked right again, and then looked all the way left to his fourth progression. And the guy was wide open. You know who that guy was. Tell me, son. He's a former Patriot. Was that Harry? That was Harry. Did he, that was I did first catch. Yeah. First yeah. Quarter. Well, that, and it, it was it was a really nice looking play, and you could tell that he is learning to be able to not only do his progressions, but to to move the defense with his eyes. And I tell you what, you know who the king of that was, don't you? Who did that better than almost anybody? Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning commented on that. And Eli also chimed in on that as well. So, you know, you could you could tell that he is growing in that regard. Yeah, I mean, there like he's young and there's a lot of growing to do. But the point I was trying to make earlier with the defense relating to the offense was clearly this. I want help for him. I, I <laughs> Look, I get it. Brisker's great. Gordon's good. We did a good job there. We have a solid defense. But that's always the story. That's always the narrative. I don't want that narrative anymore. I would be okay with, it's like, well, if the Bears can stop him once, his offense is too explosive. I just want to live it. Yeah. You know, because I just feel like, how can a team for decades upon end and and we're scratching out the Mel Tucker years, decades upon end, like just have a solid like that's a that's a good Bears defense. That's a good for mm. years for my entire life. Basically, I've heard that. Why can't we have just a little of the other one too? Why why can't we blend these two things? And and that and that's what's struggling. Yeah. That's that's the frustration because we go out and we get these young talent on defense and then we're not doing anything for the offense and then and you were watching a different broad uh, you were watching the Manning cast I was watching the different broadcast the regular ESPN mm-hmm. they brought up a thing a quote of Ryan Poles because that narrative keeps flying around and they just kept hinting on it hinting that. They this 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 team this franchise everyone involved wants Justin Fields to succeed. It's weird to me, right? Like he's our second year quarterback, and like that's the narrative because to to everyone in the world, it feels like they want him out. They're not going to give him weapons to succeed. This is almost like a rags to riches story. Like, I'm not going to give you, like, not in the actual sense of the word, but like, like from a growth standpoint in the NFL, right? Like, we're giving you nothing. Fucking prove it. Yeah. 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 See if you can overcome these kind of odds, buddy. Exactly. And and it's weird that, like, the media is like, we've talked to everyone. Everyone wants him to succeed. I'm like... Who's driving that narrative? So, so I want to talk about that narrative a little bit because we're we're really close to November first right now as we do the podcast. It's the twenty fifth of October. There are some interesting um, people who 
wide receivers who could be on the block um, to be traded. I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of them. Brandon Cooks, he he from Houston. I know Brandon's been around the league a lot, but they st- restructured his contract, and now he's in a he's in a place where you know Houston would be better off unloading him at this time of the year rather than to pay out. Um, Chase Claypool once out of Pittsburgh. Hey, you know what? Chase has had some off and on games. But I do we? Take, I do would we, take. I would take Claypool. That's an immediate yeah, upgrade. Yeah. So I mean, Elijah Moore has basically said he wants to be traded. Um, he's not going to be traded. Jets have been really clear about about that. But so to your to the narrative, if the Bears are really serious about putting some more people around him, why don't we go out and get a wide receiver? I don't know. Why not get linemen after Mustaford? And that just, if you haven't seen it, guys, get on the internet. It's everywhere. He gets so lost in a play that he literally doesn't block anyone. And then Fields has to bootleg out with, if you watch the clip, I've watched it multiple times. Fields goes, oh shit, what's he doing out there? And he has to go that way because there's a gaping hole. It's basically just, it goes from five offensive linemen to immediately four. And yeah. Mustaford is just walking around he, like he's a clueless animal. He, he's, he looks like he's in the concussion protocol and he doesn't really know what zip code he's in. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast, it's been very clear. Tyler and I have been extremely clear. I've probably been exceptionally clear that I am not a Mustafer fan, and I don't think he really belongs on an NFL field. It's I scratch my head each time he's even out there, um, and you you got to Google this clip. You got to you got to go to this clip because it it just shows you, oh, this guy shouldn't even be on the line. So yeah, I Tyler wide receiver line. I'm okay on offense. Let's just do something right. So this is another weird thing that I did not that they did not mention that I've been doing some research. Ryan Poles gave an impromptu press conference in the Patriots press box before the game. He did. Yeah, it says Bears GM Ryan Poles gives an impromptu press conference in the Patriots press box began with a statement on the team and the whole endorsement of Justin Fields. I mean, Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want me to read the? Ju- uh, it's pretty long. Yeah. You know, you you don't have to read it. So, so it's kind of interesting. You say you're all in. You're the GM. You're all in on the the quarterback. And again, the fans are trying to figure out. Well, if you're so all in, let's put your money where your mouth is. And how about getting some more tools? And you could do that oh my God. by it's November like, oh 1st. Oh, my God. It's like you read the quote already. Are you, you kidding you me? You answered it, and I'll read it now. Oh. I know Justin Fields has a big topic. That's 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 I, I, I thought I was misreading that. I know Justin has been... Oh, sorry. Can't read. I know Justin Fields has been a big topic and his development, and we're encouraged with the progress that that's there. 
I know it's not statistics and on paper all the time, but he's getting better in a lot of different areas. I think as a whole, we've got to play better around him as well to allow him to keep playing well and get his confidence going to execute at a high level. Okay. Then why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Yeah. So by November 1st, get him something for offense. I don't care. They're not going to. Offensive line, wide receiver, tight end. Don't get a running back, okay? Please <laughs> don't get a running back. We don't need that. We'll get, we'll get more this time. We'll, we'll get another safety or corner. Uh, man. Should I just Google Bears? So trade. So is what do you what do you think, Ty? We you know, we've pretty much covered quite a bit of the offensive side of the ball. Um Anything else from that offensive side really stand out to you last night? No, no. I, I, I just, I just really liked that um, how we rolled him out. It was really, really cool. Well, we, we know. We, we, I know. I know. I just can't because I. Hey, what's the first thing we said to one another when we first made a phone call to each other last night? Is this the same team we've been watching? Right. It did not look like the same team. And I was glad it did not look like the same team. So as my son and sidekick looks through his telephone with his broken mic. You suck so bad. So bad at filling time. Just keep talking bears. You're, you're, why are you pointing out things in the room? Because, because. No one wants to hear that. They know what I'm doing. I just said I'm Googling it. And you're like, as he scrolls through his phone. It's it's because I like to embarrass you. It, it's like, you're not whatever. embarrassing me. You're annoying me. Okay, I like to annoy you. Is it working? No, it's okay. not. All right. Uh, I guess we're being linked with DJ Moore as an absolute long shot. Uh, Terry McLaurin wants out of Washington. <laughs> Doesn't everybody want out of Washington? <laughs> he would be great, though. I, I would love to get him. More, I would uh, I would more, like him way over Chase Claypool. They have, an, they have an article here, uh, more realistic targets. Nelson Aguilar, he'd be, no. an, improve, he'd be an improvement. It okay. depends what you're giving up for him, but he'd be an improvement. Yeah, well, that's what I want to hear is what, what we'd have to give up to get him, but I don't Kendrick want to give up a Bourne. lot. No. No, um, we already got Henry. Why would we want born from the same team i mean henry would uh, no anybody else yeah, basically not jerry mm. judy would be a shock oh that would be a bigger shock you'd have to give up we don't have that capital yeah not right now well i mean we do, we do but, but we yeah i know what you're saying in terms of future capital right i'd like to see this build i i don't know why we're not trading for offensive linemen or something. I'm a big, firm believer of you build through the trenches. And I'll tell you what, man, like, let's build through these trenches. Speaking of that, um, uh, we had some, we had some new guys on the offensive line that didn't, didn't really do too bad. So that was something we hadn't mentioned at this point in time, but, um, you know, I, I, I just want to want to mention that, um, going blank on their names right now i'm sorry but uh it, it it is a fact look it up we had a few few new faces out there 
Ah, defense. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you hang on that one. You, you know what? You can, you can <laughs> just like just like you did to me. Right. Let him, let, let's see his legs swing back and I, forth. I see, know. I see. Do. Oh, well, look, look. Wait, his legs are kicking now. Let's, let's try let's, to see how you got out. You got out of let, that one. Let's watch him. Let's watch him go. No, I. Let's talk about defense, man. I. I what do you? I mean, come on. I don't know how to talk. Like I do. I thought we were better. I thought we were better at stopping the run last night. No, we, we have were. been. Right? That's an improvement. Did the Patriots look off? Like I'm not trying to make excuses, but it it didn't feel like a Belichick coach game. No, it didn't. It, it, it especially in terms of adjustments at half. Yeah, yeah. That was the yeah, that was the, that was weird. That huh? was the yeah, that was the biggest surprise for me. Usually Belichick is like the king of making adjustments. The other person who I, who I think is fantastic at it is Andy Reid. But um those two are probably two of the best as far as I'm concerned in making halftime adjustments, but they didn't do that. So, that's a plus. We we were better at stopping the run. I thought I thought we were a whole lot better in terms of man-to-man coverage than we generally are. Um, we played some zone that didn't look so bad. Um, I thought we had a couple. We always play that zone. I know, but I, but it, it looked a little tighter for we me. We play from, like that my... cover three, cover two, nothing big, and then tighten up in the goal line. It's, yeah. it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. That that doesn't work anymore. I'm telling you, it's a Tampa two. Just re, it's different. Just, just kind of given a little. Um, it's just different looks. A little same, haircut. No, no, it's the same fucking thing. It just it, it it's disguised slightly differently. But you know, coming into this year though, Ty, one of the things I was most concerned about the Bears was their safeties in their corners, and right now. That could be moving to a strength of our team rather than a weakness. That's improvement. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not trying to get down on the defense, but I'm just, uh, that's what we talk about is our greater defense is blah, blah, oh. blah, blah, blah. Like, just overall, like, I just want offense talk. Like, I know that there has to be both sides of the ball, and I know that's what we're supposed to do on here. But, God, is it just, just, I want Fields just to throw for over 4,000 yards. That definitely ain't happening this year. Mm-hmm. I want someone to. Yeah. We're, 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 I mean. I'm, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. I'm just, you know me. I'm going to see the glass as half full. You're going to see the glass as half empty. That's just who we are as people. That's not true. I disagree with that statement because I'm giving a real, realistic view of the team. You are living in the moment. Ah, okay. I'm I'm not trying to be mean, but like you you were coming up with all names for these coaches staffs a couple episodes ago. And now you're all, oh, they're doing better. No. Go, go get them, guys." Listen, I was fr- I will take your leading outfit on. I <laughs> Go team. Sis Boomba. Hey, I <laughs> the, here's the thing though. Yes. Do I get? Did I get? Fr- was I frustrated with the coaches? Yes, especially when I don't see them make adjustments. Am I better after one win? Yes, I That's felt better ridiculous. after one. I feel better after one win. And you know what? I'm man enough to say I'll own it. I feel better after one win. See, th- there's a difference. You paint this portrait of me being a glass half empty guy. I'm just more realistic. Like. 
I am definitely hey. glass half full when it comes to Fields. I'm not saying we're winning glass, the Super Bowl. I am glass half empty when it comes to this coaching staff. I didn't want them in the first place. They're showing their true colors. We're now three and four. We're not really going to make the playoffs. We're not off to a big, shiny, sis-bamboo start, you know. And I, was this win nice? Yeah, it was great. But, like, I'm not going to be the podcast that acts like everything's better. I, I'm not acting like everything's better. What I am saying, Ty, is certain things got better. Hey, if you still wake up after a car accident, you're still sometimes in the ICU, okay? That's what the bears are. You know, we have eye movement. <laughs> We're still there. We're not out of the woods okay, yet. You People know what? are acting like we're home yeah. on the couch already. Even the most paralyzed guy starts his first steps with moving a finger, buddy, or moving his eyes. So I am not saying that we're winning a Super Bowl. So bad. I know. I know. But you know what? I threw it out there. Did it? Did it not stick for you? What was that face you gave me? Oh, yeah. That's, Hoping that's, to God we don't have paralyzed listeners. <laughs> that's the face I gave you. Okay. For those with disability, it was a metaphor. No, nope, no, nope, no, 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 no. Nope. If I, oh, nope, okay, I okay. I all right. I, all right. I didn't apologize to the vegans. You're not going okay, right. to apologize to the <laughs> paraplegics. <laughs> Okay, for all of those that we have equally offended, we're not apologizing to anyone at this point in time. <laughs> we I, will I think take we, requests. We, yeah. We, well, you we know, will not get back. Well, uh, we and if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know we have our own disabilities we're working on. One of them is that we happen to be what? Bears fans. No. Yeah, yeah, we happen to be Bears fans. That's a disability in it, of itself. It's years and years of suffering. You know, people can't see us and people don't know us. Like, yeah. what if they now think that we are? We are not disabled, by the way. <laughs> you have, this is this podcast has gone off the rails. All right. Let's get back on track. Special teams. Hey. <laughs> Come on. We covered offense. We covered defense. You don't want to cover special teams? No, you can't say special after that talk. We just. Come on. <laughs> Tyler. In poor taste. <laughs> oh my gosh! In I wasn't even. Taste. I wasn't even going there. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter, son. I wasn't even going there. Whatever. Hey, at least Jones wasn't catching punts last night, was he? <laughs> oh, they finally smartened up. Do you hey, think? that's what I mean. That's an improvement. I see. I'm. I'm looking for the that little things, buddy. Bust. That guy is such a bust. Like was, he, was he even out on the field catching a ball last no, night? No, he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they actually did what they said they were going to do, and they took a look at some tape and did some evaluation. And... <laughs> oh, they did their jobs? <laughs> Whoa. I like, I like how you phrased that. Like, I like how they did what they said. They they looked at the tape. Oh, they did. They actually did their jobs. They did just go out there and throw around. That's another thing with Eberflus. He just throws around cliches all the time. Like, his speech in the locker room made me want to vomit, like, after a win. We talked about toughness, playing tough. I'm just here. You know what? I'll just play the damn thing. All right. Let me find it. I, that, I can't. And that, that will make my day to hear an Eberflus speech. And and talk about rah-rah sis boom Okay. I am ready and I am braced to hear this fantastic speech. And it will be coming in just a little bit. You got to stop hear, this. Okay. Give me a second. I'm going to give you a second right now. 
1,000 ones. Stop. 1, stop. Stop. Hey, last night, fellas, we talked about a couple of things, right? We talked about leading from the front. We talked about toughness. We talked about finish for the man next to you, right? And you guys did that today. We wanted to accomplish some goals, right? We talked about the ball. We were plus three. We talked about running the ball and stopping the run. Did a pretty good job there, fellas. Really good job, especially to finish the game off. Excellent job, offense. Excellent job, defense, right? We talked about situational football, right? Third down, gold zone, red zone, right? We worked our tail off on that during this mini buy, okay? Now, who's surprised by this? Okay, so, because when we execute, right, know what to do and know how to do it, each man in here, execution, know what to do and know how to do it, guess what? For the man next to you, we're a pretty good football team. Can we get better? Yes, sir. You're right, we can, right? But that's, that's your thing, dude. The man next to you, you owe him that. You owe him know what to do and know how to do it, okay? Be there for each other. Trust the guy next to you, all right? Hey. Great job. Enjoy this, fellas. You guys got the day off tomorrow. Tyler, that's not that bad. That that is, is not that that is not cliched. The man next to you, toughness. Dude, when he talks about he's My. like, what do we talk about? We talked about running the ball and stopping the run. Okay, come God on. damn. What the 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 speech couldn't have got any more word. You know how more word like it could have been worse. He could have been like you know how we win games? We outscore the opponent. Okay, Trent Dilfer. If they want to win the game, they got to score more. Okay, but listen. My no, goodness. Whole, NFL, nah. NFL football you, has been loaded with cliches. Uh, go out there and no, do one for the Gipper. I mean, come on. It's 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 a part of the game. The cliches are part of the why, game. I don't know why it's Gipper. Are you sure it's not? Soccer's gaffer, which is weird. Go out and win one for the gaffer. Ah, That's yeah. what they call the coach. Isn't that weird? That is that is weird. That's a cliche. Yeah, no kidding. Maybe you can use that next time. Yeah, yeah. How about we're going to matriculate the ball down the fields, boys? We're going to matriculate the ball down the field. You don't think anything of what he said, like the man next to you. That was... Okay, uh, but that's a part of what coaches... All coaches do that. Not like that. Yeah, you're being a little rough. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. It's just so fake. Oh. I can't get it. I can't get into it. Okay, Mr. Eye Roll. Well, you, I mean, I don't know. The listeners can judge for themselves if they haven't heard that, but that was Matt Eberflus after the uh, the game in the locker room where everyone, everyone was not very thrilled. The, the most excited they got was when he said we were plus three, and they all, yeah, started clapping. But then he's like, who who was surprised by that, boys, after we did everything right? Nobody. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but these are grown-ass men. You can't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here, and, I, and I'll be prepared. But my personal opinion is I was not – I didn't get a goosebump moment. I didn't get up for that. I didn't get – like, I would have done the speech completely different. I just, All right, here it is. You got the mic. Give him, give, give us the speech, son. Oh, I. How, how would you do? It? How would you have done it completely different? I'm. You, you have the audience. You've got a mic. What? Let's go for it. Who had us on the money line? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Are we allowed to say that? No, I would have gone in and been like, no one expected us to win that game out there. Nobody. I didn't. 
<laughs> no, I. <laughs> I mean, I would have gave. I would have had some more thought to it, but no, I. I would have brought that up. I would have been like, "Hey, no one counted us out. Like everyone. Ca- I mean, no one counted us out. Everyone, everyone counted, counted us, us out. out, especially after that horrible loss last week. But this is the way to bounce back. Enjoy this one. You got the day off tomorrow. That's it. Keep it simple, stupid. You know what? I, I like that. You did well, son. Why don't you send in your coaching resume? I, I did. <laughs> what 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 is your number one attribute? I will watch the film. <laughs> I will play the hot hand. Yeah. I will play the good players. I don't know. I just feel like it was it wasn't my cup of tea. Maybe so, that maybe I'm being yep. too hard. Let me know, people. Yep. It I know we 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 kind of see things from a different perspective, but that's what I like about you is that we don't share that perspe- same perspective. Like God, that po- this podcast would be boring if we were the same. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you know what? Next time I'm going to be a lot easier on you. I'd be a lot angrier if it oh. was just me. Yeah, it would be. It would be. We you could call this the Angry Bear podcast if it was just you. Mm, that might that might nah, no, I think that, some that corner would, of the that. gay market has that. <laughs> All right. So So where are we at, son? Well, we are We didn't talk about it yet. No, we I, I I'm not but, sure what uh, you're talking about, but I'm, oh, I imagine we didn't. Oh just sh- 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 you'll have your moment here. Just we bask in a glorious, glorious two day event. Because on Sunday, when the clock hit double zero, Aaron Rodgers was face down in the dirt, <laughs> crying, crying, oh. and whining because he looks like he steals Cadillac converters. <laughs> hey, what's with the haircut? Does anyone... Have you seen that meme? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Where it says Aaron Rodgers looks like he's a guy who steals Cadillac converters. Catalytic converters. Catalytic converters. Yeah. I'm not a car guy. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Catalytic converters. I, I, Jesus. That, wow. Everyone's like, no shit, Tyler. So, You're not a car guy. So, like, how many people in real life have you seen walking the street that have a haircut like that? Oh, I, it's... I really? Mean, okay. I must, I I mean, must be going in... Around in bad circles because no, our different is, circles. Yeah, you're not going around in bad circles, or you would see that haircut a lot okay. more. Okay, all right. So, so is that like a what? What does that help me out in terms of culturally? Yeah, I can what does that hair? What does that um, haircut say to you? It says, like, is it, I hate my family. I should have left this team when I had the chance. <laughs> I am a complete failure for only winning one Super Bowl. I think I summed it up pretty yeah. well. And 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 does it also mean? I miss Devontae Adams very, 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 very badly. <laughs> Me, no. No, he goes. I would say that. that's what he says publicly, but not when he's counting his money. He's like, ha ah, ha, fuck you, Devontae. I got yeah, haircut I, money now. There we go. Haircut money that apparently he will not use. He's saving up for a real hey, look, haircut. Look, Oakland changes a man, all right? Devontae Parker not playing good, shoves down a cameraman, gets charged with assault. Like, it, you know, they, they were showing clips when he was in Green Bay. He was helping people up. That was the good old boy Wisconsin way. Yeah. Not not in the desert, man. The desert city of sin. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy as far as I'm concerned. 
I don't mind Devonte. I hate Rodgers. Yeah, I, that's who I was actually talking about. I was my oh, head. Sorry. My head went back to to Rodgers. It's okay. I I didn't let you know that's where it went. But I was thinking of you know it's all right. I, I'm okay with Rodgers on the field crying. He's, I mean, but it's also like the he, jokes on us though, right? Because like we hired their coach to be our offensive coordinator. Yeah, it it is a bit. Maybe, maybe that's maybe maybe that's why they're doing so bad. We took the, oh, we, we took, took, the, we, we we took, took the, the straw that broke the, the camel's, camel's back. back. Oh my gosh, that's a brilliant, brilliant strategy. I didn't know we were that good. <laughs> we're not. We're that lucky. <laughs> also, I don't think anything of what I just said is true. I think a hundred percent of it is false, but it was fun. Uh, speaking of fun, uh, here's where we get into the gambling part of the program. Unfortunately, unfortunately, hear me out. It all ties in. Oh boy, I think Green Bay goes to Buffalo and they win on Sunday night. It's it, it's what they do, Dad. You've watched this team; they're on a losing streak. Their back is completely up against it right now, and they're going into a Buffalo team that can afford a loss. I just it and, and no way this this is, everyone this, everyone this, no 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 listen to me everybody and their mother is telling me I'm crazy for this you are I am a prophet of gambling I'm telling you right now he's not going to lose this game I know they're like oh he doesn't have anyone to catch the ball blah 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 it's also on Lafleur Lafleur's not calling the right plays um. There's a moment where Aaron turns to the bench and says, what the fuck are we doing? They're not on the same page. I don't know, and I think that's going to change come Sunday. Everybody is saying that this game's a blowout, and what do we know about that? It just happened. So it just wait, Hold yeah. on, listen. Everyone said that, that the Bears were going to get blown out, and we win 33-14. to 14. Unfortunately, I am worried about this game. I know people think I'm nuts. I told people at work today okay. they think I'm off the loony bin. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna think you're off. The, I think you're off the loony bin too. I'm gonna get you certified, man. Because here's the deal: the Buffalo Bills are not New England, and New England is by far not the Buffalo Bills. One, who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Lazard's out. Dobbs Dobbs is is way way out of the dog Dobbs is in the Rogers doghouse. Gambler's dilemma. The past does not dictate the future. Okay. So I'm just gonna walk through. Cobbs is out, Lazard is out, Dobbs is out. Lazard's questionable. Easy, buddy. Well, Easy. I, it's not looking it's not looking good. So I mean, Christian that Christian is out. He's he's not He's he's not ready to go. So at this point, who are you throwing to? Doesn't matter because you, you're going to have to throw against Buffalo Do, Bills. You're not going to run. Matter. You're not going to run Aaron Jones. Doesn't matter over and over again against the Buffalo Bills. It, it's what he does. It's, it's what he it's, does. It's what he does when he had the tools around him. It's no, not what no, he's going to do. Disagree. This time. He's never had the tools around him. He's never had. He has never had a elite wide receiver. I will stand by that. Name one elite wide receiver he's had. It's not Devontae Adams. It's not Greg Jennings. 
it's not Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was out of the league before he he wanted him back. He was on his way out. In their heyday, I would say Cobb's was great. I would no. say no. You don't and think it's Cobb's Cobb? You're putting an S on it because yeah. you're old. Hey, hey, listen. We talked about disabilities. Don't be an ageist. <laughs> don't be an ageist here. No, I'm being dead serious. Cobb yeah. was never good. Devontae's never good. You are solely basing the product. Greg Jennings wasn't good. Every time they've left, Dad, you, they have gotten bad. And and when Cobb came back, why is Cobb good all of a sudden? That's weird. That's weird. No, it's not. It's Rodgers. I hate the guy, but I am willing to admit all of his... He's incredible. He's absolutely incredible the way he throws the ball and stuff. It is all him. There is not one elite wide receiver, okay. and they never go out and get one. They never, ever, ever, okay. ever do. Okay, put your money where your mouth is. I say Buffalo wins. I'll put $20 against it. You want to put $20 No, up? because the book is going to pay me a lot more than you are. They're plus 420 right now. So $100 would get you 420 You going to put $100 on that? thinking really? about putting 50 Wow. Okay. I, it's it's how many times have we seen him do the unthinkable? How many times have we seen him go on a run? Th- I'm telling you, man, this is so typical of him. So so this would be this would be the ultimate letdown game for the Buffalo Bills, right? Coming off a bye, the bu- off I don't a, I don't think off a bye. Now, not I could ready. be wrong here, but Buffalo is not the best coming mm-hmm. off a bye. Yeah, I I haven't looked at it. I don't know what their what their record is oh, in terms I'm, of coming I'm, off a buy. I'm, I'm going. Look. I just I'm just having a really tough time thinking that Rodgers can single handedly do this with the people that he has around him now. I just I'm I'm really struggling with that, buddy. Really, really am. Oh, I, I'm trying to think of anyone else could really pull that off against Buffalo right now. I mean, I think Mahomes can. Um, Herbert, if he wasn't hurt, he would have the possibility of doing it. Brady would even potentially have the possibility of doing it. I'm not really sure Rodgers is there right now. I get the history. I get the history that he's done it, and he's had those big upsets. I'm just not on board with this one. Okay, I was way off. Uh Sean McDermott is undefeated, five and zero in the bye weeks. Yeah, may not be a good bet to place. I disagree. Okay, I mean, it's what he does time and time again. I I, I don't know how you disagree with that, but yeah, I'm I'm going to. We're just going to agree to disagree on that one. Look, I hope you're right. I I have a future in Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. I think they're a hell of a team, and I would love to see Green Bay get beat. But I'm telling everyone, do not be surprised. Yeah, it's with, it's your upset special of the week. Yeah, I mean, it just it's what he does. Yeah, he does it all the time, continuously. Also, someone is mowing the yard, and it is pitch black outside. Yeah. If, you, so if is, the mics is, pick that up, they yep. pick it up. But the guys, it's, I promise you, we are not recording if, in the middle of the day. It is seven twenty-two and Eastern Standard and, Time. And if you knew Tyler's neighbor, who's a great, great guy, it could be because he's drinking right now. That's also true. Um, I don't know any. Uh, 
I, I have nothing else. I, I I would like to, when we're ready, talk a little bit about the upcoming game against Dallas. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I I think this is going to be a really interesting game. Dallas has probably one of the best defenses. Do you think... Uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I thought you were done. What? Better with or without Dak? Because I don't know. I think they didn't. I think they, didn't, da- they didn't look good with Dak I coming think, back. I think Dak gives us the advantage. Yeah, he just might. And is it is it that Dak is rusty, and we're not getting the smooth mid season Dak? We're getting the rusty Dak. No, I just Do you think, think it's it, you that. think there's something more going on there? I don't think he's been good for quite some time. So what scares me is not so much um Dallas's offense, though they can be explosive. They've got they got CD Lamb, Gallup really hasn't done a whole lot this year. Um Schultz, their tight end, um I think he's actually he actually came back and 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 played more um uh, snaps the other week. So they're getting some guys healthy on the offensive side. They've got Dak back. Zeke Elliott, I mean, Zeke is overrated as far as I'm concerned. You want to talk Pollard. about not playing the hot hand. Yeah, they really. They continue can, not to play yeah. Pollard. Pollard should be starting. Exactly. Anybody that watches that knows that. But, you know, again, that's a Jerry Jones thing. Um, So I think... Why I'm kind of excited about watching this game, I think it's really going to show us where our offense is at this point in time. And and it may be that I'm sitting here a week from now really bitching about how bad the offense played and but I, I, I think oh, I'm, I'm I think worried. we're going we're going up a really good against a really top notch defense. That that Micah Parsons is That's it? what I was gonna say. That's he, why that, I'm worrying. That, that guy is like he's from, gonna destroy he, us. He's like from outer space, man. I mean, he's he's got mad skills. He's that's too. I'm afraid of. Yeah, I am too. And I think anybody who's not afraid of him has not really watched a whole lot of Dallas games. We need to do quick runs, quick slants, quick play actions, right. and then hit him on a bomb. Yep. I think that's exactly yeah, the, and you got to throw the bomb. You got to throw even if it's not incomplete. Throw it out of bounds. Make them keep them honest so that they don't jump yeah, that route. Exactly. Because if you throw short slants all day and short like bubble screens right. and wheel routes, they're gonna they're gonna catch on very fast. Yeah, and they'll they have a great. They, Dan Quinn is a really good defensive coordinator. He is. He, he was is. a he was not a good head coach, but man, I would have taken him for our defensive coordinator any oh, day in, of the week in a, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. So, what do you think? You think there's any possibility? I mean, we went into the New England I think, game. I think low scoring. I think I think we can win. I I do, I'm not really afraid of their offense. Mm-hmm. I'm not either. I, I don't I'm think afraid of. I'm, I think their defense is going to give us problems. That's exactly where I'm at. I uh, Diggs, Stefan Diggs. If he's on Mooney, you take your shots. You want to talk about someone who's not good? He gives up ton of yards. He gave up the most yards in the NFL last year. He got burnt all throughout training camp. You need to attack uh, Diggs. You, you got to. Yeah. No, that's I, a really I, good point. I mean, if the Cowboys were smart, they'd just put 
you know, Pettis on digs or digs on Pettis because Pettis can't catch. So, you know, match made in heaven there. <laughs> yeah, no f- kidding. For the Cowboys. But as far as we go, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm in agreement. I think it I think it's a low scoring game. I would I would definitely I don't know what the under will be, but I would I would tend to want to take the under in that particular game. Um, I mean, just because I, I think it's I think night. it's I think it's just strong against strong in terms of defense. And I think it is a Bears team offense that appears to be 42 ascending. Forty-two and a half. Yeah, that that might be worth taking the under on that one. Cowboys are favored minus nine. Seriously, I was thinking it'd be about minus seven. I was thinking six and a half. I, they they put it on nine. Mm, okay, so we'll see what happens. All right, we'll see where that goes. All right, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.